Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Well, I almost didn't make it through this one, I'm gonna be honest. If it wasn't for the podcast book club, I would have stopped reading it. And Liz. Well, certainly this podcast will be the most interesting thing about this book. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast, book recap edition. Yes. Our second month of being a little podcast book club type of thing. Who are we? Um, well, I almost didn't make it through this one. I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, there were times where I thought about quitting. <laughs> there were times where I thought, you know, why am I doing this? Let me just say, like, if it wasn't for the podcast book club, I wouldn't have done it. I would have stopped reading it. Yeah. And so if you made it through the book because of the book club, hats off. Hats off. And you know what? I think we're actually going to have a fun discussion. Well, certainly this podcast will be the most interesting thing about this book. 100 percent um let's get it out of the way though in case you're joined and you don't want to listen to our recap i do want to announce the book for next month yeah because we're going to turn it around it is a new york times bestseller it's so good it's about to become a movie we can, this is gonna this is gonna be a hit it's gotta be a hit it's gotta be a hit and it is where the crawdads sing mm-hmm. you a lot of you might have read it too i've never read it elizabeth's never read it i don't actually don't know anything about the book so that's what we're going to be reading. We will be recapping it next month. Yep. So, and again, we don't read. Just like to clarify, we listen on Audible because we just don't have the time. Yeah. So, but we drive a lot. We do dishes a lot. We and walk. the Carpool Podcast only comes out once a week. So, like, we need something else to something listen to. Something else. Yeah. And a book on tape is it. So, Where the Crawdads Sing is for, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's for next month. Um, do so, Crawdads Sing? We're going to find out. <laughs> And we're going to find out where they do it. <laughs> okay. Why don't you give a quick recap of How to Stop Time? Okay. So we read How to Stop Time by Matt Haig. And it was... Um, I was disappointed. Well, I guess I'll get there. So the, what, what is the book about? The book is about this society of people. It follows one character named Tom. And Tom has a condition where he doesn't... Or he ages much slower than the average person so like the way they describe it in the book is like for every 10 years it's like one year in human times by the time we meet tom he's been alive for 400 plus years so he looks like he's around the age of 40 you said that it's um you said 10 years it's a no no oh no you're wait it's 10 years looks like one year because he's 400 because he's 437 years old 10 years looks like one year okay so they age a lot slowly so we follow the character tom it's what we assume is present day and he's in this society because there's more people who have this condition they're They're called called albers albas they're called albas albers oh they're called albers either way and this society like tries to find other ones, tries to protect them. So it follows Tom, um, part of the society. And then every eight years per the society, you have to change lives because you don't want to be in one place for too long. Then people start to notice that you don't age. So he's, it gets a new life every eight years. When we, when we pick up in the book, he wants to go back to London, become a history teacher, have a simple life. And he wants to go back to London because he's still looking for his daughter. He had a daughter back 400 years ago, 400 years ago. And his daughter also has his condition. So he she also ages much slower and he's trying to find her. He and then just like a lot of other like little things happen throughout the book. Like there's like some like love story with like a French teacher at the school that he works at that like never really goes anywhere, in my opinion. Then 
part of Tom's obligations to be in this society that protects you. There's this man named, what's his name? Henry? Hendrick. Hendrick. And he sends them, Hendrick sends Tom to Australia to try to convince this guy to join the society because like there's some people, there's some Albus who aren't in the society and they worry that like then they're going to be exposed and... Yeah. So anyway, so Hendrick sends Tom to try to convince this guy to join the society. The guy's like, that sounds stupid. I'm not doing it. And then while they're in Australia, Tom finds his daughter who Hendrick had sent. And then like it comes out that Hendrick had told. Am I explaining this? Well, I'll be honest, you're kind of butchering it. But <laughs> am I butchering it or is the storyline that? No, bad? it's um OK. Well, if you read it. You read it. All right. So let's just. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the book? I was really excited for the book. So I've read The Midnight Library by the same author. And I it was such a good book. I would highly suggest The Midnight Library. And I had high hopes because it's it's not the same concept at all. But it's a similar concept of like alternate universes and time. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I I left The Midnight Library feeling like a lot of thought provoking questions. Like it's one Mm -hmm. of those books that like stuck with me. So I was really excited to see How to Stop Time by the same author. Like a fun concept. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I do think the concept is interesting. There were the parts that I liked about it were when they like posed sort of like interesting concepts or questions and really sort of brought to light like what it would look like if you lived for 400 years and because everyone's like oh you know i want to live forever i don't want to die but like what's the reality of what that actually looks like and i do feel like he does a good job of painting the picture of that and how it's not all that it's cracked up to be i do agree and i think what's interesting about this is they don't live forever they're not because i think like the only other like immortal stories that we that we hear that we listen to or watch is like more vampires where like they never age they never die they have these powers like they're always like rich and good looking and this was just like a regular person Mm -hmm. who ages slowly and so it was just like it was a very like not romanticized version of that kind of like you said like here's what it would actually be like to the point where it was like oh that sounds i'm not sure it makes a very good story but it was an interesting concept it was an interesting concept. My, so it the book goes from the past to the present a lot. And I felt like it spent way too much time in the past. The chapters on the past would feel like forever. And then they would dip into the present really quick and be like, and then I had a class and I met this kid named Anton. And then like they would go back and he'd be like, so anyway, yeah. me and Shakespeare. Like, <laughs> I think this I think that this author like just had like, I think he was trying to put onto paper this idea that he had of how it would be cool if you could have, like, been alive when Shakespeare was around and Fitzgerald and all these people and, like, interacting with them. And I think he was just, like, it was a, it felt very much like a passion project. Like, let me get this out, this fantasy world. But it, I think it's literally only interesting to him. Yeah, but then I'm also, like, just write a book about Shakespeare then. Like, if you want to write a history book... The switching back and forth, because what was hard about it was like, I don't mind, like you have, you, you know, we'll have like some flashback books like we did when we read. For sure. It ends with us. But like it always flashed back to the same time, like the same time. Mm -hmm. So it was like two storylines. This was all over the place. Yeah. Like we were flashing back to, and it was just like, I didn't care about any of the flashbacks. I didn't even know what the story was about. I felt like. Tom as a character, no character development. I honestly think he's kind of a weenie, if I'm being honest. No character development. He could not be a more just 
just like a run-of-the-mill kind of guy yeah and like i'm sorry tom but like he you, is a weenie he is a weenie i'm like and i'm not this sounds bad but these are just like the thoughts that i have like you fell in love with someone 400 years ago and you're not over it and you've never been in like you've never been in love since like she's wh- your only love like i'm like there are people who have in 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 a normal person's lifetime they have incredible loves and you if like someone passes then you like you move on like that's what you want for the person there are people who do that in a span of 30 years and, and that's less than that right and, and like he's like it's been 400 years and i've never loved another woman since but Camille, this french teacher that has also no story and no personality <laughs> that would make her appealing like she's the one so that was the other thing it's like make make if you're if this is going to be the first woman you're going to fall in love with in 400 years like i want to know why i want to know why like she sounds fine but I know nothing about her. We know nothing about... We know nothing about anyone. The about mo- anyone. Honestly, the most interesting character is Hendrix. Because at least he's like... He has some depth. At least it's like, okay, 900 years. Like, he's about the side. Like, at least I feel like I understood him. Tom. And then I'm like, Hendrix, you're sending Tom to convince this guy? Like, pick someone else. Yeah. It was just... I thought the storyline was all over the place. And I... I again take like the bad character development out of it even like the story still could have been better like let's just focus on one period of time yeah. like it would have been cool to be like just see the story of like him realizing that he doesn't age and then falling in love with rose and then like then like and just focusing on that and then like the end of the book is like fast forward to 400 years later he's still alive but like for mm. you to like yeah. jump all around and like no offense not that an exciting part of anybody's lives yeah it was a little weird yeah, I just think I need a. I, I definitely needed more character from everyone because the other thing too is the same thing. Like Rose, why was Rose so fantastic? Why was Rose also? so fantastic? I don't know. Like I would love to know. Well, I did like some of the scenes. I thought like some of the best interactions with people was I liked when like it was Rose and him and Grace and like some of those things I thought were kind of cool. Like he was playing music, he was making money, they were selling yeah, fruit. No, they I, were like, I could see they that. They were like hustling. Mm-hmm. Like I liked that. Yeah, I like. I that liked too. those interactions by far the best. I would agree with you. I thought the story of his mother dying was horrible. Yep. So his mother was, uh, she was accused of being a witch because her son didn't age and I guess to prove that you weren't a witch, they would try and drown you. And if to prove your innocence, if you died, that would mean, oh, hey, you're not a witch. Which so. seems like a little like late. Like, okay. I mean, which that did happen. So I did think that was interesting. No, it, it is cool. Like how he can like, that's the cool thing about playing with the past is that you can pull like these real characters and these real events that happened and place them into your story. Um, but it just seemed like so sad to like not I don't know it just (laughs) seemed like almost like out of left field because like not a lot of other like bad things happened really like and then like it was just this horrible story of his mom kind of felt like it came out of nowhere yeah but I guess that's part of the story and that's how that's like why he doesn't want to fall in love because his presence and people knowing about him can put other people in danger then then he tells then he like tells like right away 
like, like right away <laughs> so and it's like that was the other thing i was like you're acting like you're in love with this woman if you love her don't tell her about your condition like make anything up leave like and like okay now let's talk about like why they can't tell people their condition because like he's in this society i kind of touched on it earlier but like there's this society and it's you have to be protected and like at one point in the book like he goes to try to tell a doctor that hey i'm not aging and the doctor's like get out of here and then he comes back like several years later and he's like look i still didn't age and the doctor's like oh my gosh this is crazy and then the doctor like turns up dead the next day because like the society kills the doctor yeah because henrik the guy in charge of the society he is like mega paranoid and so he does not want anyone to find out about him because he kept saying like oh there's these labs and they're gonna find out i think that was all his paranoia i don't think anyone cares well and also hendrick like you're safe like no one's gonna put you in a lab like right it's almost like making the society made it worse it's almost like if someone wants to go and like i mean not to be like make it like 2021 but like 2022 but like if someone wants to go and seek medical attention like you need to let them do that yeah henrik and henrik no one's like gonna put you in a lab and it was just like i didn't understand the whole like we have to protect ourselves we have to protect ourselves because like all these people no offense like we're living miserable freaking lives mm, switching yeah. every eight years it was just like what's the deal what is the deal i didn't really get that part of like why it was such a big deal people found out about them because like again that would have been a more interesting story yeah and then i just feel like there was a lot of talking about shakespeare and nothingness and nothingness and nothingness and then we get to the end of the book the last 30 minutes is probably the most interesting part of the book in my opinion um when marion he he finds Marion or she finds him and it turns out that Henrik had been pitting her against him and lying to him that he didn't know where she was and now Marion oh that's his daughter she hated him um and then they're trying to like work through that and rebuild that um I, I liked that and then Henrik comes out and then it, this whole scene about Henrik setting the guy's oh my's house on fire and uh what's her face like setting him mary and like setting him on fire all this stuff felt like it was just okay this will make really a really good movie scene and that's how it was written was for a movie scene and also it was like not a good reading scene i could not follow it in the slightest and it was also so short like again we had to hear about shakespeare something with apples captain captain cook for like ever and then this like the main scene of the book is like five seconds and i can't even understand it yeah it was i did not get that i do think one of the most interesting characters was miriam like marion marion i thought she was like one of the most interesting and like i would have honestly loved to follow her story more like she seems cool yeah, like, she she's seems got tattoos like she's and blue got hair. Hat. like she has a past yeah can we like actually and now learn about her instead of like like snooze fest tom like geez louise yeah. i thought um what was interesting was and then, like, they're, they're introducing all these other, like, characters who we, like, meet for a minute. So, like, what's the guy's name who was in Australia? Oh, my. Oh, my. We find out that Oh, my, like, f- fell in love, had a daughter with someone, and now, like, he's raising his daughter who's, like, 80 because, like, she didn't have the condition. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. That was interesting. That was just, like, another... That yeah. was, like, a fun, like, little twist. So, I decided to, like, go on Amazon and read some of the reviews, and this was a two-star review that I feel like captures what we're trying oh, to say I'm excited. It, has, it has some good reviews like some people really enjoy it so um it's just not for us but this review says 
I was constantly frustrated reading this book. It was written well, and the premise of the book is interesting. It takes the idea of immortality and demystifies it. However, the main character is extraordinarily flat, true, and the main, the most interesting characters get very little page time. Marion, Mary Peters. I don't know who Mary Peters is. Yeah, you do. He went to go, he went to go visit her in the nursing home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, regarding structure, each chapter alternates between present day and the past. And the past chapters are so long and the present day ones are so short so that true. no concept or character gets gets well developed. That's exactly what we said. I wanted to like this book so much, but I had to force myself to finish it because it was so dull. Emily Howard, Verified Purchase. You are part of us. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. But I did get some discussion questions if we did yeah, want to just run, like... Let's, let's run through. Do the college try. Yeah. Okay. The book promises a love story, but it isn't anything resembling an epic romance like The Time Traveler's Wife. Tom falls for Camille, and she seems interested and perplexed by him. But it's not until the end that we find out they do fall in love. Oh, yeah, they do fall in love, and they, like, have a baby, which also felt like a risky... Irresponsible. Risky move, Tom. Did you want it to be more of a love story, or did you like how it was more hinted? No, I absolutely wanted it to be more of a love <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was sort of like a... Like, like I... Not only was like not a love story, like there wasn't even any chemistry. Like I had secondhand awkwardness from like when he said like I want to kiss her. I'm like, oh gosh, you Tom, Tom, you got no game, my friend. <laughs> I know it's so funny because in whatever it's uh, what was the last book we read? Um, it ends with us. It ends with us, and they they would say something spicy, and I'd be like start blushing. And this, I'm like secondhand embarrassment, cringe, city Tom. You're 400 years old. Like take a backseat. Yeah, it was not. There was. Again, and it was like, why her? Like, I don't understand. I, di- I still don't understand that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Throughout the novel, Tom's focus is on finding his daughter. And when they finally meet, she's not what he expected. What did you think of their meeting interaction? Why do you think she turned out the way she did? Well, I don't know if I thought that. I don't think we ever knew what he expected. I don't really get like. Tom was never like, oh, I bet she's well, an no, accountant. Because, no, because he was like, oh, she's got blue hair. He says, like, this is not what I expected when he meets her. He's like, she's holding a gun. She has blue hair. She's, like, very modern looking. And he yeah. just... Like, Tom, it's called Keeping Up With The Times. You should try it. It's called Trends? It's called... I mean, she's just like... I don't a know. Girl. She's just like an edgy girl with, like, a lip piercing and blue hair. Like, I don't know. Not my cup of tea, but, like, she's just doing... She's just living her truth. Okay. Well, what did you think of their meeting and interaction? Why do you was think she turned bizarre. out the way she did? Well, I thought it was bizarre how she, like, has a gun... I didn't understand why Hendrick sent her. Why? I didn't understand why Hendrick was keeping them apart. That was never clarified. I'm pretty sure that was never clarified. I know. Or I'm I missed sure that it. was never... I got... You're right. Why? Why? I swear, I might... Did my Audible, like, skip a chapter? It literally must have, no, because... it didn't, Elizabeth, because I have the same questions. And, like, I couldn't believe... Sorry, I'm just, like, kind of jumping around, but, like, I couldn't believe that the revelation of the book was when Tom's like, you know what? I don't think Hendrick and the Society are that good. Yeah. It's like, Tom, wake up. Open your eyes, Tom. You are... He's had you kill people before. Like, of course it's not, like a good place to hang out like what are you talking about literally, of course he's corrupt literally he's had him kill people he's seen multiple people people die and so the first woman he's loved in 400 years he's gonna spill the tea right off the bat she's gonna die oh li- <laughs> she gonna die the fact that like when he called and he's like are you with somebody like why well, can't have been like yeah i'm enjoying life's pleasures dude got a girl let me get, like talk later Oh like why gosh, did it have to Tom. be this big like i mean Tom i'm just is, getting like so frustrated right now no, he, i just like he's so cringe like i just 
<laughs> Tom is so cringy. He really is. Okay, what's your next question? Well, I was kind of writing now because some of them were just like. Well, just give me a, a few recap. More. Okay. Well, which time period were you most interested by? Which scene involving a famous figure on, did you enjoy on. the most? Hold on. Those aren't history nerds questions. Um, which time period did I find the most interesting? Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was really sad. Yeah, a scene so that, that I remember was really sad was like when they were in, when it was like the first night they were in Rose and Grace's house and they were all sitting around dinner. They're like, oh yeah, we lost both our parents and both of our brothers. And they were just like, oh, okay. Like that was just so yeah. common back then just yeah. to like lose family members. And I thought it was interesting when, um, when Rose first had their baby, first had Marion. Mm-hmm. And it was like, keep the windows open to keep the spirits away. It's yeah. like just weird. It's just, I thought that was interesting. I'm so happy I was not born in that time. Yeah. And like when. Sounds smelly. When whoever, I guess it was like one of the other teachers, I'm kind of marking the details, like shows a um, ultrasound. And he was like, Rose would have loved an ultrasound. Yeah. I remember when he's like, I think about, would she have wanted to know the gender? Would yeah. she have wanted to have been the surprise? And, and it's crazy to think that like. Yeah. In his 400 year lifetime, the the difference um okay here's a question if you had tom's condition how would you choose to live where would you live and what would you do well i think one thing i like about the condition of the albas is they do start it like young in life Mm -hmm. so like they stop so they my point being like you know by the time you're 15 16 or maybe like 16 that like you maybe have this condition so that you can like set yourself up for a responsible adulthood at least like if it was mm, that being said, like, if I had that condition and I found out around 15, 16, I don't think I would have had kids. Yeah. Because, like, I wouldn't want to, like, outlive my kids and, like... Yeah, that would be terrible. And not, not only outlive my kids, but, like, be so... I mean, that would be hard. I think, like, I would find... I would think I would, like, try to find another Alba. Like, find, like, a partner. Like, I'm sure there's, like, a cutie Alba somewhere. Like, the surfer guy doesn't sound so bad. No. And... First, and I'd also, Tom, I'd also be rich like what have you been doing you've been alive for 400 years and like you don't have any money yeah like think let's think about this like if you do well in life you don't do well like puts like save money i don't understand how he didn't have any money yeah i don't like I don't save know. your money and be rich well the problem is is it's like it's not like he's a time traveler where you can be like oh i'll just be should have bought apple stock yeah i'll i'll buy apple stock like when it starts like he's living life with the rest of us and there is a certain level of like drawing too much attention to yourself like you still have to be a smart you still have to make smart business decisions smart business moves to get rich you don't just like get to be rich just Mm. because you were alive for 400 (laughs) years (laughs) i just feel like i would have figured out how to be rich i would have been alive for 400 years if i'm being honest I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would be alive for 400 years. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth. I mean, once everyone I love is gone. I don't know. After the fourth batch of everyone I love is gone. Like you have to imagine that. It's like you assume you're going to have, you know, each each, each century. Well, that's why I think you have to find other people like you. Well, he didn't. He found Hendrick, who was a nut, nut job freaking nut job yeah so. i mean i definitely like wouldn't want it if that's what you're asking no it's not i'm just saying i'm just like being real people aren't mental of that long no and i was interesting like no i agree like the things that he's seen and like it was crazy how they, they talked about the headaches of all your memories like mm-hmm. no i could see how like you would go absolutely mad like and what was crazy was how about like that one woman mary who's in the nursing home and it's like mm-hmm. once you're 80 yeah you're 80 for like tw- like 
40 more years of like being in so much pain yeah like that sounds miserable i'm out yeah i'm big out on all that so tom is told by hendrick of the albatross society that the primary rule is not to fall in love you are of course allowed to love food music champagne a rare sunny day whatever um why do you think hendrick had this rule why is falling in love detrimental to those like tom how did it allow hendrick to control them and what do you think hendrick's ultimate goal was there's a lot of questions i think hendrick was a paranoid control freak who just like wanted people to be miserable with him i don't really i don't know the motive honestly and i wish the author would have like explained yeah the goal a little bit more because you knew he wasn't a good guy like you could tell based on the writing that he was sketchy but i did need like that full conclusion like that what was his end goal what was his plan like I would like a good twist would have been like oh Hendrix been working with the labs in Berlin yeah and he's been sending Albas there like that would have been a better storyline yeah like and like that's how he has all of his money that would have been a better story he sells I'm, Albas to I'm like getting like so upset right now okay let's I know so let's um cast let's cast uh let's cast Tom do you want to cast Marion sure and Camille. Camille. I don't know. And let's cast Abraham. No, that's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should cast um, Abraham. Okay, well, I, I've been thinking this whole time that Tom should be Benedict Cumberbatch, and I did notice, I did see that, like, they're thinking about making a movie of this book, which is, like, so sad, and he's slated to be in it, which, Doctor Strange, you can do so much better. Oh, that, that's who it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. I gotta find my person. What did I tell you? Who is he, Elizabeth? What is he in? You know what I'm talking about? No. Who is he? Who am I talking about? What do you... Here he is. The guy from 500 Days of Summer. Just this little dweeb. Yeah, but he's not... He's not... He's isn't... That's Tom. Oh, yeah. I do kind of see that. (laughs) That that specific photo. The guy from 500 Days of Summer. That's Tom. And you know what? And that's Camille. Oh yeah, Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel is Camille for sure. Um, who is what is Kissing Booth? Who is the actress in the Kissing Booth? Uh, it's like she has like a boy's name. Oh, um, for Marion, Joey King. Let me see. Are you talking about for Marion? Yeah, for Marion. I don't know. I'm gonna say like Doja Cat or just like something different. No, <laughs> not Doja Cat. I just like want it to be someone cool. Like I think Marion's like my favorite character. Like so, like someone's super edgy. I don't know. I think it's Joey King. No, it's nothing. Elizabeth, that's not at all. It's someone edgy. Like, someone, like, edgy with well, tattoos. Kelly. No, and, like, but Kelly, that's the thing, is it's a movie. Like, they're not the actor themselves. It's not. Like, if well, you think about who, I know, but that girl couldn't pull off blue hair and tattoos. Oh, I think she could. She she normally has her head, like, shaved. You know who I think it should be? Huh? Um, Ruby Rose. That's her. Like, she's, she's just... She's too cool. No, she's just, like, so edgy. No, I think she's okay, too well, we cool. we can agree to disagree. I think my cast is rock solid, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, we will post... We'll post... Oh, the- and then Abraham. Abraham is... Um, I think he's a straight-up basset hound. Crusty eyes, droopy ears, yeah. a little smelly, like Abraham. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Um, so, I guess that's... I guess that's that yeah overall book would not recommend like if and if you're reading it i don't finish it well we spoiled all of it so and there's nothing to spoil because nothing wraps up it was one of the most frustrating books i've ever read 
and I can't believe how bad it flopped for me. Me too. So next time, we're the Crawdads, sing, gonna be amazing, gonna be so much better. So thank you so much for listening to this book recap, if you made it through. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like it was a good discussion. And if like, you, I kind of liked SHIT talking about this book. I would agree. And if you have any book recommendations or one that you have on your list that we can all read together, send us a DM at the Carpool Podcast Instagram. Yeah, I would say like the books I'm looking for for this book club is I need a love story. I yeah, need the I need like, love story trash garbage with a hint of interesting discussion. I totally agree. So like I still want the love story. I want a little bit of steam. I don't want anything too steamy. Like I don't need I don't want it to be too steamy. Yeah. But a little steamy, good love story, maybe like an interesting thing somewhere. I actually don't know if the, what, where the crowd I'd sing is going to provide that either for us. Well, only time will tell. Because I think it's more of like an action-packed book. Okay, well, we'll find out. But Reese Witherspoon gave it a seal of approval and she can do no wrong. That This is true. So, okay guys, thanks so much for listening. Talk to you later. Hey, wait, don't give this podcast a bad review just because this book sucked. Please. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.